You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new series of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. I'm yours, Ben, and coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking to the Bristol Pitbulls head coach, Jamie Elson, about growing ice hockey in the southwest of England, as well as Bristol's debut in the National League this weekend. In the Elite Ice Hockey League this week, we're also going to be catching up with Danny Stewart, the head coach of the Coventry Blaze, and we're going to be talking about that brilliant game against the Czech champions on Sunday night for the Belfast Giants, a victory for them in the Champions Hockey League, and we'll be joined by Adam Keith shortly. All of that and a little bit more on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new series of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. I'm your host Ben and uh, as I said, we've got three interviews this week to kick the brand new series off. Later, we're going to be joined by Jamie Elson at the Bristol Pitbulls. It's been a pretty momentous year for Bristol and this weekend they'll be making their debut in the National League. Uh, so Jamie Elson joining us shortly as well as Belfast Giants head coach Adam Keefe. We're going to be talking about the Champions Hockey League. And, of course, the Challenge Cup for the Belfast Giants. They start their domestic campaign this weekend with a doubleheader against Fife. But we're going to kick the show off with Danny Stewart, head coach of the Coventry Blaze. What a weekend they had in the opening round of matches in the Elite Ice Hockey League. Opening their season with a thrilling game at uh, Manchester Storm, winning 5-4. Uh, and then on Sunday, following that, with a fantastic 2-1 victory over the Nottingham Panthers. So a good opening weekend for the Coventry Blaze. Let's welcome back their head coach now to the show. Here's Danny Stewart. Well, Danny, a big welcome back to the show. And, uh, well, what an opening weekend. A four-point weekend. Not not bad at all. I mean, let's start off with the the, the thrilling game up at Manchester Storm. Um, how's your heart after that? <laughs> yeah, I was certainly... Uh... I guess thrown right into the fire, I guess, right away. Obviously, it's never easy going into Manchester. Everybody in the league knows that. Tough, tough barn to play. And, you know, obviously with a lot of new players this year, a lot of guys that have never been in there. And you, you try to prep them as much as possible. But I've always said, you know, until guys get in there and they start, you know, feeling the ice and how tight it is in there and things happen quick, you know, it's tough to really prepare them an overly amount until they've, they've been there. So... Um, but I thought our guys handled it well, you know, especially the way the game went. Obviously, a lot of calls early on and throughout the game. Um, found ourselves down five on three twice in the first period and then came in after the break, you know, down 2-0. Um, and, you know, a great, great fight back by our guys. I thought we played well in the second, third. And I think it was one of those games. It was just a tricky game for both teams, obviously, with so many calls. And first game of the year and obviously both teams still still early days for, for their groups and you know, hashing out some things. So I thought both teams, you know, did as well as they could. And, you know, we were fortunate to get that extra run in overtime. I mean, you can you can teach as uh, and prep as much as you can during preseason, like like you say, but um, nothing shakes the cobwebs out more than, you know, uh, eight goals and then an overtime winner, I suppose. Yeah, I know it was, like I said, for for first game, it was a crazy game. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we were, we were fortunate to come on the right side of it and, and fair play to our guys, you know, could have easily went the other way and, um, we found a way, so it was it was you know a lot of positive signs. I mean, what does that tell us about the the roster that you've you've developed for this year? Because you know, like you say, it's it's going into a storm, if if you will, heading up to Manchester and and a game like that. Following that, with a cracking home victory over over Nottingham as well, the following night, you must be really pleased with uh, the performance that's been put in uh, over this opening weekend. And and what does it tell us about the squad you've developed this year? Do you feel? 
Yeah, certainly they were good. They were good performances. I wouldn't say they were they were fantastic. I think there was good good parts and bad parts in early season. I think I think one positive certainly was finding ways to win both games. Um, you know, during stretches of both games, you know, we we were also under fire, and as as we put them under under pressure as well. And I, and like I said, you know, all teams early days, you know, in the UK, we don't get a lot of prep time with our teams, and some more than others. So you know, it's uh, it was one of those weekends. I, I like my group so far. I really do. I think it's certainly a group that appears to be willing to play for one another, and and you know, and and, and compete every night. Um, but listen, it's early days. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're one week done of, 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 and 29 left to go. So, um, you know, nobody's getting ahead. We've still got a lot of work to do. Um, and, and we've got a really tough month here. So, you know, obviously our performance has got to, in terms of compete levels and, 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 you know, playing for one another, they got to remain the same or, or even increase to better intensity. But with that said, we, we, there's still some areas we need to, to improve and stuff like that last weekend. Um, you know, obviously it's done and dusted. So, you know, we move on, we try to get better this week and, and go into this weekend. I mean, it is early days, like you're saying, it'd be, uh, it's a ridiculous question to ask you for your expectations. So I might as well ask you, what, what are your expectations for this year? Because you weren't a million miles off last year. I mean, when you look at the league table, you know, you're only, what, four points from, from fourth uh, when all said and done at the end of the regular season. So if you just turn uh, a couple of those defeats to, to wins and, you know, get some overtime wins in there as well, uh, that would have been that would have made all the difference, really, I think. Yeah, look, without without using excuses, I, I I was proud of our group last year. I thought with everything that that we dealt with last year in terms of suspensions and injuries and COVID and, and ice plant failures and and things like that, you know, it was it was a crazy year, and I thought we handled it quite well. We I've, I've said it before. I thought, you know, we let ourselves down the last couple of weeks there when we dropped a couple of games that we were in position to win, and it meant the difference between fourth and eighth. And unfortunately, we finished eighth. So, you know, he always want to finish as high as he can in the standings. But in terms of performances over the course of 54 games, I thought we competed every night. You know, we played with everyone in the league. Um, and I, I thought I thought the group did a great job last year. And going into this year, expectations, our expectations are, are week on week. You know, we, we're not going to sit here and say we want to win the league. We want to do this. We want to finish here. We want to finish there. It's we, we certainly want to compete for all the trophies. We want to be competitive. And we're trying to win hockey games every week. And every night so that that's our aim um you know and that starts with 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 training that starts with good habits and and, and you know and, and that work rate and obviously a group that's willing to play for one another you know puts you in a better position and how's preparations going ahead of this weekend because you've got a, a tough weekend this weekend one one elite game in the league and, and one challenge cup game uh, so how's preparations going ahead of this weekend against nottingham and cardiff yeah good obviously our focus is on nottingham you know as kino and i obviously we're watching, you know, watching some video on Cardiff as well on the side. But in terms of preparation with our group, you know, it's it's again early days. I think the main focus is on ourselves and cleaning up some areas and within ourselves. And um, you know, obviously we'll keep an eye on the Nottingham game tomorrow night in Manchester. And you know, Nottingham didn't Nottingham didn't have a power play last weekend, mm-hmm. so it was very tough. It's very tough right now to scout what they're going to be doing on their power play. And I know they tried a few different things in preseason. Um, but the last thing you want to do is prepare your guys for what might be or an assumption on who might be out there on the power play. So um, obviously when t- when it comes to special teams, I think, yeah, they had no power plays and I think they killed one penalty. So very difficult to prepare 
um, and, and know for sure what they're doing. So, you know, the focus is on ourselves and obviously we can pinpoint a few areas five on five where we feel Nottingham's a threat and, um, you know, a very good team over there. So, you know, we, we're going to definitely have to be at our best. And uh, obviously I touched upon the, the, the Challenge Cup uh, on, on Sunday, a home game against Cardiff. A fantastic crowd last weekend, over 2,000 uh, there at the Sky Dome um, for, the, for the Nottingham game in the league. So um, hoping for another decent crowd on, on Sunday uh, in the Challenge Cup. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I mean, you could, you could see, you know, I think when the guys came out to, to the big crowd, you could see how it energized our guys. And, and obviously I think it was a bit, big reason for us, you know, coming out with the start we did and, and going up 2-0 and obviously we were able to hang on, but uh, you know, the Sky Dome is one of those buildings that when, when there's big crowd, it can, it can go from a quiet atmosphere to a great atmosphere and in a hurry. And um, obviously the more fans, the better for us, um, you know, players on the ice and, and, you know, I th- like I said, I think they're going to find a group that's going to compete every night and play for one another and, you know, put the team first. So, you know, I, you know I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely excited. But, you know, certainly there's nobody getting ahead of ourselves. Like I said, it's one weekend. Um, we got 29 to go and, and our focus is our next game against Nottingham. Well, it's certainly a good start to the season. I think we're, I think we're safe in saying that, Danny, aren't we, really? Um, but just uh, just a, a final question, Danny. You've already, you've already mentioned it, but um, it's been a, a cracking start. You know, great crowds there as well at the Sky Dome. Um, how much are you looking forward to to this season? All those fixtures coming up. You know, it's a it's a long road, isn't it, towards the end of the season? But how much are you looking forward to this challenge now at, at uh, Coventry? No, I, I think we we do every year. You know, it's uh, I I guess I'm, I of course I'm looking forward to it. I mean, if if I wasn't, then I probably should be in my job. So, um, like I said, we we just we just try to focus on one week at a time and and one game at a time. And and like I said, once that game's over, we turn our attention to our next opponent and, and clean up areas we got to fix and and highlight areas we were good. So you know that's our job as coaches to to give guys information and prepare them as best we can and then once we get to the game you know obviously it comes down to compete and and execution and a little bit of luck so um i'm excited like you know i, I think probably the one thing i'm most excited about is is the group that we have you know the you know on and off the ice a lot of good guys a lot of good people um everyone's keen everyone's showing good energy early on in the season and and, and hopefully that'll you know get us through a very tough month here to start well, uh, Danny Stewart, head coach of the Coventry Blaze. Just uh, a plug, by the way, just before we go, Sunday night at the Sky Dome, 5.30 is uh, is face-off. Uh, Coventry Blaze taking on the Cardiff Devils. Uh, but uh, Danny Stewart, head coach of the Coventry Blaze, a big, big thank you for taking the time out your busy day to join us this week and uh, all the best this weekend. Thanks, guys. No problem at all. Danny Stewart there, head coach of the Coventry Blaze, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Now, let's head to the Belfast Giants now, because Belfast Giants didn't have a game last weekend in the Elite Ice Hockey League. They kick off their domestic campaign this weekend with a doubleheader in the Challenge Cup against the Five Flyers. But in recent weeks, the Belfast Giants have, of course, been playing in the Champions Hockey League. And last week picking up a fantastic victory over Czech champions Osolari Trinek in Belfast. A fantastic result, that one, uh, for the Giants. And on Thursday, I caught up with their head coach. It's a welcome back to the show now to Adam Keith. Well, Adam, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, before we get to how the European campaign's gone and uh, the upcoming domestic season, just a bit of a general catch-up, really. I mean, such a brilliant season last year for the club. I mean, how, how was it? Yeah, it was good. It seemed to... Build and build as we got going into the year. We we knew we were a competitive team. We knew 
we were right there within striking distance most of the season, uh, trailing Sheffield. Uh, we hadn't seen Sheffield a whole lot other than the first meeting we had against them, which didn't go our way. So we we were looking forward to, to playing them again. And then I think you know, once we got beyond the Christmas period, we, we continued to get better and better. And I think our second half of the season was very good and, and overtook Sheffield. So uh, all in all, obviously, we're very pleased with that year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was a campaign built on, on plenty of goals uh, flying in during the regular season, but also a, a good defence as well. I mean, what was what was the most pleasing side of it for you? Uh, for me, I think you'll ask any coach who would be the, the defensive side of the game, uh, how good we were there. I think we averaged under two goals against and under 25 shots against all season long. So, you know, that's a, a pretty impressive number from, from the group and that takes complete buy-in and complete commitment to the cause, I suppose. And everything we got offensively, that was just, uh, that was gravy on, on, on top. So we had a little bit of everything last year, and I think that it all just seemed to, to work out well for us. And um, obviously we ended up with two trophies, and the third one slipped through our fingers. But uh, like we said, it's it's certainly a good springboard for this season. I, th- I think I'm safe in saying that. I mean, how were how were preparations uh, during, during the close season? Because you've kept uh, the bulk of the roster, haven't you, from last year? You know, the, especially the, on the leadership side. Um, so, how has that building the, the roster up for for this season gone uh, during, during the summer? Yeah, very good. Um, you know, we we obviously lost some key pieces from last year, but uh, I think we're about a fifty percent retention rate from the from the following or from the previous season there where we had such success and as you mentioned uh, a good portion of that is our leadership group and I thought that was important to get back and and uh, all good people that know how we want to play and what our identity is here and what it takes to win and they've seen the rewards of it as well so you know, we think that with that, the new players coming in are some more good people that are just going to fit right in and will come in and, and realize how we do things here and, and just kind of fit in. And that's the plan anyways. Obviously, we, we need to kind of continue to grow here as a group. Uh, and while um, most of the teams uh, in the division have been uh, getting on with, with pre-season, you've been having competitive games in, in the Champions Hockey League, and that takes me uh, to the win over the weekend. Uh, big congratulations uh, for, for that victory. I mean, uh, how, how was your night? Yeah, it was a great night. I think um, we were unhappy with our our efforts, and maybe not our efforts in, in Davos the, on the Friday, but more so our performance on, on Friday in, in Switzerland. Uh, we weren't happy with that, and, and we wanted to correct that going into our league campaign. We wanted to make sure we felt good about ourselves regardless of the score. Um, I thought the performance from everybody was, was great, and I guess to stick with it through all those penalty kills there at the end and come out on top with the win, that was important for us as well. But like I said prior to the game, it was the performance that was more important to me, um, and we got it, and, and we're very happy with that. Oh, big congratulations, but uh, just to uh, hat off to netminder Peyton Jones as well for uh, on the night. He, <laughs> some some heroics there. Yeah, I know he was very good, um, and he, he was very good in in Switzerland as well when he came in for for two thirds of the game. He was very good and very solid and, and calming in the net. And uh, I thought he followed that up well at, at home there against Trinich. And um, it's nice to see his his confidence continue to grow at this level. And uh, a couple of games left in the in the group stages uh, of the the Champions Hockey League. Are you, are you hoping to get uh, 
a couple more wins in, in the competition. We are. Um, obviously, we understand it's going to be very difficult. I think from the last time we played in Champions Hockey League, you know, the, the Swedish Elite League teams are very fast. Their pace is very high. You have to have uh, a next-to-perfect game to come out on top against them. So uh, that's certainly what we'll be aiming to do. But uh, I know that we, we have, I think, uh, at least six to eight games prior uh, to till we reach uh, Sweden. So we want to make sure that we're, our full focus is now on our domestic league and and making sure that we set ourselves up for success within the Challenge Cup. And, and speaking of, 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 you know, setting up this weekend, um, I touched upon the fact you know you've you've had these competitive games. Is that is that handy? Is that useful? Do you feel heading into the domestic season now? I think it should be useful and it should be handy for us to play at the a higher pace. I mean, nobody can hide from the fact that the Champions Hockey League is a higher pace than the Elite Ice Hockey League. Um, that is for sure. Uh, so we're playing at that pace for the last four games. We should use that to our advantage and continue to play at that pace. Um, but you can look at it two ways. You know, sometimes teams come back from from it and have a little bit of a lull uh, going back into their own domestic league, and and we certainly want to avoid that. And that'll be the messaging this week. Uh, so the Challenge Cup uh, this weekend against Fife, uh, obviously defending champions. I mean, how important is the the Challenge Cup uh, for for your season this year? For me, we set out to win every trophy every year, just like every other team. But uh, you know, we we put just as much emphasis on the Challenge Cup as we do the league and the playoffs. Um, the Challenge Cup, to me, is 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 very tough to win. Obviously, you have to go through the group stages, then you got to get through the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals, the one-off games. A very difficult trophy to win. Um, we've been lucky enough the last uh, handful of years to get it a few times, and we want to continue that trend, and it starts this weekend. I mean, you, you can't go into these group stages thinking that these are um, friendly matches. These are not friendly matches. These are competitive matches, and we're going in there to uh, to do some damage. And a doubleheader, because obviously away on Sunday, but the, the home game on Saturday. And, and we mentioned, you know, how, how ready the, the squad is and, and the roster is for, for this campaign after uh, playing in Europe uh, for this opening few weeks of the season. But uh, the fans, they, they certainly should be buoyed, shouldn't they, after last weekend? Yeah, I think the fans, uh, I think we had... 50 or so fans in Switzerland, which was awesome to see. And they were very loud for us. So that was awesome. That kept us going right to the buzzer. Um, and great experience for them as well to travel to these European towns and and, and play and, and experience those, those those buildings, especially Davos. It was kind of an iconic building. And I think everybody that got to be there was, was pretty excited for that building in particular. Um, and then to come home and, and put on a performance like we did on Sunday and beat the Czech champions uh, in our own building. You know, this is the second time in the Champions League we've done so. So it's nice to reward the fans with, with their efforts as well. Yeah, and uh, an epic game for them to, to lap up as well. I mean, that, the atmosphere must have been great at the end. Yeah, it was very good, especially through the end. I think that, you know, especially Boomerang Corner did not leave until the, the interviews were over and I don't think Premier Sports was too happy with them chanting over top of the interviews. But uh, it was a great night, uh, one that will be remembered for a long time, just like uh, some of the other big nights that we've had in that building. And, you know, those are the ones that are hard to forget. And, and those are the ones you, where you make those long, long-term long memories for not just the team, not just the staff, but also the fan base and the organization. So uh, we're, we're very happy and, and, and proud of the group that they got it done, I thought. 
going into the Champions League, we wanted to make sure we're competitive in every single game. We weren't there just to uh, throw our sticks and, and, and see what happens. We, we wanted to make sure that we made it tough. We were a team that was tough to beat. Um, I thought we did that in in Czech Republic and, uh, and then coming home against Davos uh, outside of the power play. I thought we were right there. Um, and then with, if you take away a 10-minute spell in Davos, we were competitive throughout that game. Um, so uh, you know, I think we've accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. We wanted to be competitive in that tournament. Now the focus turns to our own domestic league. Yeah, and uh, a, a, a call really for for the uh, the five game uh, on Saturday, uh, seven o'clock face off. Get get yourself down there is is the message I'm imagining, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't had a Saturday game at home yet, so um, those are always the the funnest ones to play, I think. And you know we're looking forward to welcoming fans back again and, and seeing a new opponent. I know obviously Fife looks like they've recruited well this summer and a uh, very dangerous team when they're healthy and, and um, we'll be expecting their best, you know, coming into the, the Challenge Cup after uh, that. I think they were one and one last weekend. So, you know, everybody understands the group stage. You got to try and get to the top. So I think that uh, we, we need to be prepared and, and ready for Fife's best. And uh, last question, Adam, uh, you know, we're recording this uh, in, what, what's the date today? The, we're, mid-September we're recording this and uh, we're about to embark on the domestic season. How much are you looking forward to, to this campaign and uh, the months to come? Yeah, I mean, it seems like the calm before the storm right now. I think once you get into the league games, the, which have already started, you know, looking back at last weekend, you know, that's when it all starts to kick off and you're starting your eight-month journey essentially to to try to become the elite league champions. And uh, so for us, you know, so far through the first eight games are, you know, we like our group. We like where we stand, but now it's time to see where we match up against all the other teams in this league. And, um, you know, I think I thought a lot of teams this year did a, a good job recruiting. And I think that's a, we're, we're all in for another exciting uh, elite league season. Well, Adam Keefe, uh, head coach of the Belfast Giants, a big, big thank you uh, for taking the time out of your day to join us this week and uh, all the best in the Challenge Cup this weekend. No problem. Thank you for having me. Adam Keefe there, head coach of the Belfast Giants, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And of course, we'll be covering all of the Challenge Cup this weekend. Head over to BritishIceHockey.co. Let's head over to the National League now and making their debut in the National League this weekend will be the Bristol Pitbulls and this Saturday they'll be hosting the Raiders as they make their debut. So to judge the mood now at the Bristol Pitbulls, this week I caught up with the head coach of the Pitbulls, it's a welcome to the show, to Jamie Elson. Well Jamie, a big thank you for joining us and uh, we're about to embark on a brand new season uh, but uh, it's a brand new era for the club as well, I mean it's been a momentous 12 months or so. What's the mood like at, uh, at the Pitbulls heading into this brand new campaign? Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time for us all. It's, uh, it's been a whirlwind, uh, whirlwind 12 months. Well, not even 12 months. I mean, we got into the rink late October, um, you know, and uh, a really good first campaign. But, uh, you know, we know the step up is going to be a big challenge. And uh, I think we're all... I think we're all realistic to that, but yeah, it's exciting. You know, we want to play at the top level. We brought guys in who want to want to come and battle and compete and, and be successful. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this weekend. Uh, so, you took over last July, I think. I think that's correct to say. And, and you know, like we touched upon there, this whirlwind that y- yourself has been on and, and the club more generally. You know, a brand new home in Bristol, about to embark on the national league as well. I mean, 
touching upon the work that's gone on behind the scenes i mean it's been it's been quite an endeavor all this hasn't it at bristol yeah i mean it's been a process i mean I've obviously been uh, been a part of it for just over a year. I mean, I know Mike and, and Rich Hargreaves, who obviously, uh, you know, are, are running the pitbulls, you know, mainly, mainly Rich. But uh, I've known those guys since junior. We played together as uh, sort of 16, 17-year-olds as kids in Cardiff. So, you know, I've known the guys a long time, but obviously I haven't been part of the process with them. But, uh, you know, for anyone who's kind of followed their journey, it's been uh, it's been some ride sort of, uh, you know, coming back to Bristol 10, 12 years ago and then... Uh, a year or two in the old Frogmore Street rink and then get told that they're going to lose the rink and, uh, you know, they're on the road for eight, nine years before they come home last year. So um, you have to give the, those guys a tip of the hat. You know, most people would have uh, thrown the towel in and maybe caught it a day, but they stuck with it and they had a, you know, a passion and a vision for bringing high hockey back to uh, not just Bristol, just the Southwest in general. And, uh, you know, this past year's it's been real something for them, I think, to finally see uh, success at the, uh, the end of the tunnel here. Yeah, and what a facility as well. I mean, I've I've only seen it on YouTube, but but it looks it looks fantastic. I mean, what's it like calling Planet Ice Bristol your home? What, what's what's the facilities like? Yeah, it's a great you know it's a great rink. I think you know we've seen obviously a few rinks pop up. It's uh, you know it's kind of a very similar to Leeds for you know for people who haven't been down to Bristol have obviously been to Leeds. Very similar to Leeds, that little bit smaller seating wise, but uh, basically the same kind of layout and design and. Uh, yeah, you know, I think the one thing that's kind of happened with some of these rinks is kind of leads popped up in ourselves is that uh, the designs got tinkered with and people have kind of realised where there's faults in another rink maybe and uh, you know, they've done a great job of sort of correcting some of those things. Like the sight lines are, sight lines are really good. The building, I think, for this level of hockey national league is perfect size. You know, it's kind of got that low roof, keeps keeps the noise in. It gets pretty loud pretty quick in there. It's uh, you know the guys who, who obviously have been there and played either for us or against. I think uh, people seen it firsthand. Uh, they all comment what a great match night atmosphere it is. You know, for me personally, it, it takes me back to, uh, you know, days in the in Cardiff in the BBT in that tent. Uh, it's kind of got that kind of vibe to it. No, great stuff. I'll put your, your head coach hat on in, in a second. But just to touch upon having a permanent base now in, in the southwest, in, in the city of Bristol, um, the junior programmes and, and that kind of thing. This this is only positive news for the sport, uh, especially for growing it in, in this part of the world. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, you know, the conversations, you know, me and Richie sat down over, you know, we officially uh, agreed that I was coming last summer. And, and I think the one thing is just from the first conversation, I think we spoke at March, April time. And, uh, you know, kind of went back and forth and just talked hockey and talked about what, you know, we kind of both felt the region had. Um, and yeah, you know, as much as we're trying to bring a national league team, we're, tr- we're, we're trying to basically get hockey in a new market. You know, it's, uh, Hockey has existed in Bristol, but obviously with such a time away from the city, it's uh, there's not really a, a base, whether that's uh, you know an ongoing fan base or an obviously or a junior program. So um, you know we're excited not just about launching the pitbulls and, and seeing how we get on in national. We're excited about uh, making the southwest and Bristol a new uh, a new hockey hub for the UK and uh, bringing some uh, next generation of some kids through and. You know, and that's the big thing about our match nights. You know, we're getting big fan base, but we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of young supporters, a lot of families with kids coming down, and you know, they want to get on the ice. And we're seeing some sort of stick and puck sessions starting, and uh, yeah, there's already a big desire for it. So uh, yeah, it's exciting from that point of view. No, absolutely. I mean, I saw um, for the, the Swindon game, there was over a thousand tickets sold for that, which is pretty good, isn't it, for pre-season? Yeah, I think we had. Um, I think you know, I know Swindon had a really big crowd. I know Aaron was really pleased it was their biggest crowd since uh pre-covid on the friday at their rink and 
I think that, a little bit of that's you know getting back started and people wanting to come see us as a new team and obviously some fan base from our side traveling up the M4 and then we had about the same on the Saturday. I think we had about 1,200 eventually come through the door. So, um, I mean, for pre-season hockey at this time of year, it's uh, it's great to kind of be seeing those kind of numbers coming out. No, cracky stuff. And uh, let's talk about uh, how pre-season's gone because obviously you've had these uh, double-headers against Basingstoke and Swindon, uh, very well-established clubs at, at this level. Um, how important were these games to see the level that, you, that you're about to embark upon? Yeah, it was really vital part of the uh, part of the preparation here. You know, we're... Obviously, if you know the guys on the roster and you're kind of looking at our uh, group that we're putting together, you know, we've got a lot of guys who have played at this level. But, uh, I mean, we're a young group, um, you know, and that was built by intention. You know, we're trying to build something not just for this year, but that's going to be the foundation of Bristol going forward. So, uh, you know, the one thing that that young group is, is that, uh, you know, that we haven't got tons of experience um, and we have got a lot of guys who obviously haven't played this level either much at all or we've got some guys playing this level for the first time so um, yeah we needed to get out there and kind of see how our group looks and get these guys exposed to uh, you know the jump up um, from Division 1 you know it was a successful year we had some guys who had really really standout years at Division 1 last year but um, yeah yeah, it's just about getting the guys used to the speed and you know things happen a, a lot quicker and you know the standards obviously uh, a fair jump from Division 1 here yeah, I mean, when I um, used to do the, the British Ice Hockey Show podcast, um, that first season, obviously Leeds joined this level and it, it was a learning curve for them, but they did pick up victories uh, as, as the season progressed. I mean, um, with regards to your own expectations for this year, are you expecting a, a pretty similar trajectory, really, in, in like you say, learning as you go and and uh, pro- proving to be a very difficult side this year, maybe? Yeah, I mean, that's our plan. I th- you know, I... You look at it, you know, in any sport, any level, when I kind of when a new team or, you know, a team gets promoted or a new franchise comes in, there's, you know, often that kind of new team has that year where it's uh, maybe a bit of a rough ride in year one and you know, the expectations aren't great. And, you know, we've seen it in this country before, like you said, with Leeds in year one. And I think we, we're realistic. We, you know, we know what we're getting into. We know it's a hell of a jump and, uh, you know, recruiting was a huge challenge for us putting, you know, a brand new team together. But, yeah, I think we want we want to break that stereotype a little bit. We don't want to be a team that's just kind of written off as a yeah the new franchise. We're going to come in and uh, you know it's just going to be a mess and a struggle, and it's going to be you know two or three years before we we get anywhere. You know we want to come in and hit the ground running. Um, but you know we're realistic and uh, respectful to the teams in that league. You know there's some really really good clubs and organisations that are you know established and you know part of going against Basingstoke and. Swindon preseason was was that exactly, you know, there's two teams who've won a lot of silverware at this level, so we kind of wanted to get in there, pitch ourselves against them early and kind of, you know, see where we match up. But um, I guess expectation-wise, we want to be competitive. I think that's the biggest thing. That's the message we're certainly, you know, saying to our group, you know, we want to be competing every night, working hard every night and putting a product on the ice that our fans are going to be passionate about and they're going to pay the money and, and come in support and, you know, win or lose, they're going to see a team that's, that's going to get out there and uh, go to battle for each other. And, uh, you know, if we do that, I'm sure we'll be fine. And speaking of that home support, let's let's touch upon this weekend's game, uh, the first game of the of the league season um, against the Raiders. I mean, what's, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, you know, the thing is, I'm kind of looking at the schedule, kind of trying to figure out what might be a, 
easier or harder weekend in uh, if i'm honest i think for where, right we're, for where we are i think they're all hard weekends so um yeah it's uh i don't think there's a you know there's not an easier or a harder way to start so um you know the thing about london is i think looking at their roster there they've upgraded quite a bit i feel from last year i know i know sean really well you know we've coached together in the past we're pretty close we speak a lot um you know we spoke a lot through the summer you know I've, he was good enough to let me pick his brains quite a bit about the league and about players through the summer. You know, he's, he was a he was a good sort of a, sort of springboard for me uh, coming into the league this year. So, yeah, you know, I've always had a lot of time for Sean, and he always puts a, a really well drilled, hard working team together. So, I, you know, that's gonna we know what we're gonna get this weekend. They're gonna come in here. They're the same. They want to get off to the perfect start. Um, you know, I like their roster. I like a lot of guys in their lineup. So, um, yeah, that's a tough start if, if we're not. Uh, if we're not at the races in terms of our kind of ready to compete and battle this weekend, I mean, there'll be a team that uh, will give us a tough ride here. And, and as we touched upon just there, you know, no no easy weekends. Uh, and then Sunday, it's uh, up the road to, to Telford. Uh, so the games are going to come thick and fast, but this is this is what the club's in it for, the, this this challenge of, of the National League. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we want to get to National as, uh, as quick as we can and... Uh, yeah, you know, me and Richie spoke about it a lot. We wanted to get to national as fast as we can. And um, I think sort of two to three years was the plan. And we've kind of done it in one. So, um, you know, that's a lot about the work behind the scenes of fan base. But yeah, you know, for me, growing up, you know, from uh, supporting the Devils in the early days, you know, teams like Swindon and Telford were the kind of teams that I remember the early days of my hockey experience as a fan. And uh, it's exciting now to be, you know, in amongst these teams, leading a team against these established uh, organisations. No, great stuff. And, and last question, Jamie, just a, uh, a call really to uh, the Bristol fans. Um, I think face-off is at seven on, on Saturday night. Uh, get get yourself down to the planet ice is what we're saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the fans came out last year in force. Uh, I think we only had one game we didn't sell out last year at home. And uh, that's a pretty unbelievable achievement. But uh, the place, like I said earlier on, gets loud, it gets rocking. And uh, there's a real, real buzz about us coming up a level here in Bristol. People are, are sort of excited to see the... Uh, the, the new level and obviously the new signings and two imports in the roster. So, uh, yeah, first real uh, big encounter at this level. So we're excited. Yeah, big turnout would be huge. Well, uh, Jamie Elson from the uh, Bristol Pitbulls, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us this week and uh, all the best for this opening weekend. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks. Jamie Elson there from the Bristol Pitbulls joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And, of course, we'll have more on the National League and those results from the opening weekend on next week's edition of the show. For all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. Hope you've enjoyed this first show of the brand new series. We'll be back next week. But I've been Ben and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.